This is Pave It Black. Hey, and welcome to Pave It Black, the official podcast of the National Asphalt Pavement Association. My name is Richard Willis. And I'm Brad Williams. Today, we're talking accelerated loading facilities and research. When I got started in the asphalt industry, I cut my teeth at accelerated loading facilities that really focused on highways and interstate pavements. But there are accelerated loading facilities that really kind of hit the fast forward button on time and allow us to see what would happen in 10 years in a really compressed amount of time. And they're not just for highways anymore. So today I'm interested to learn a little bit more about the Federal Aviation Administration's research facilities and some of the efforts that they have ongoing and a little bit of the history on the program and some of the impacts that are being made by the research that they're completing at their facilities. So to help us learn a little bit more about this today, we've invited Dr. Navneet Garg with the Federal Aviation Administration to the podcast. Welcome aboard, and could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do? Sure. My name is Navneet Garg, and I work for FAA's Airport Technology R&D branch that is based at William J. Hughes Technical Center in Atlantic City, New Jersey. So I started working here about 24 years ago when we were building National Airport Payment Test Facility to look at the effect of six-wheel landing gear from Boeing 777 and A380 to see how it would impact airport payment performance. Since then, in 2015, we developed National Airport Payment and Materials Research Center to look at the effect of uh, increased tire pressures and do research on new asphalt material technologies. So I'm a program manager. I manage National Airport Payment and Materials Research Center and also lead the project on field instrumentation projects. In addition to that, I'm involved in all the flexible payment and asphalt materials research here at the tech center. So you kind of touched on the beginning of the National Airport Pavement and Materials Research Center in 2015. I was kind of curious if you could maybe share the history of the William J. Hughes Technical Center, when it got its start, and maybe the process or how it came to be that the NAP MRC facility was added to that research. William J. Hughes Technical Center is a premier research center for aviation-related issues in the U.S., and I would say actually in the whole world. It was set up in 1958, and it was called National Aviation Facilities Experimental Center. And then in 1996, it was renamed to William J. Hughes Technical Center. National Airport Payment Test Facility was built in 1998, and that was mainly to do research and structural design of airport payments. But then we knew that, you know, with newer material technologies coming up, we needed a facility where we could do accelerated payment tests on asphalt materials. And that is the reason why NAPMARC was set up in 2015, where we use a sixth generation heavy vehicle simulator to apply aircraft wheel loads on payment test sections. So in general, from your stance within the FAA, 
what's the importance of asphalt materials and pavement research? And, and why is it critical that we continue to research this topic specifically focused on airfield infrastructure? If you look at runways in airports around the country, about 50% of the airports are built using hot mix asphalt. And when you look at overall pavement infrastructure at airports, that includes access roads, taxiways, etc., about 90% of the payments are asphalt payments. Now, in commercial aircraft industry, their objective is to increase the range of the aircraft and also try to keep the cost of per passenger per mile low. So what ends up happening is you need more fuel to carry and they do not want to change the gear wheel volume because any increase in the wheel volume takes away payload capacity. So now what it does is it increases the wheel loads and in any increase in wheel load also results in increase in tire pressures. So how would these increased wheel loads and tire pressure affect asphalt payments is the main reason why research has continued in this area because as payment engineers, we have to stay a step ahead of the commercial aircraft industry so that we can make sure that these new aircraft do not cause any significant damage on airport payments and increase the downtime that would result in delay of airplanes around the world. So I was curious if you could maybe share some of the critical questions that the center is currently researching. When we started NAPMARC in 2015, the objectives for test cycle one were to study the effect of increased tire pressure on asphalt payment performance because International Civil Aviation Organization had increased the allowable tire pressure for X category in their ACN PACN methodology from 214 PSI to 254 PSI. That's a pretty significant increase in the tire pressures. So we wanted to study if this increased tire pressure would cause any significant damage in the existing pavements. And another objective was to look at the application potential of warm mix asphalts on airport pavements, because currently FAA specifications do not include warm mix asphalts. And to give you a little background, our sponsor is FAA Office of Airport Safety and Standards and they maintain advisory circulars for payment materials and construction and payment thickness design. So any airport that uses airport improvement program funding for any construction projects have to follow FA's advisory circulars. And in order for airports to use this more green and sustainable materials in the future, we have to develop specifications for these materials so that they can be included in our advisory circulars. That was one of the objectives of our first test cycle. And we found that warm mix asphalts can be used at airport pavements. Now we are doing second test cycle where we are looking at different ways of preparing warm mix asphalts. Because as we know, there are different warm mix additives that are available. And we are testing whether all warm mix asphalts behave the same ways. We are doing high temperature rutting tests and low temperature fatigue tests. And that testing is going to get completed sometimes end of this fiscal year, which is towards end of September. And we'll have a draft specifications 
on warm mix asphalts that will go to our headquarters. In addition to that, we are also testing use of reclaimed asphalt pavements in the asphalt surface because with emphasis being on sustainability and reducing embodied carbon of airport pavement infrastructure, use of recycled materials is going to be big in the future. So you kind of touched on it there, but I'm kind of curious as you wrapped up like that first cycle and you look at some of the past findings, kind of some of the efforts, like you touched on a draft specification for warm mix, but like when you look at some of these research activities and the findings that are coming, can you maybe talk about how that moves into implementation and some of the plans that the FAA has for some of the research and how they can implement it on airfield facilities and in the specifications? Yeah, so once we develop these draft specifications for use of warm mix asphalt, it'll be submitted to our sponsors, and then it'll go through industry review. And once the industry agrees, that's when they'll be included advisory circulars, and then airports using AIP funding will be allowed to use warm mix asphalt technologies on their airports if they wish. So you kind of hit on it a little bit already, but Sustainability moving towards net zero is a massive focus of not just the administration. NAPA released its road forward in January 2022, looking at how it's going to try to move, help the industry move towards net zero. It's a focus worldwide right now. But what are really some of those opportunities that you see for being able to partner with the industry or finish research on LCA to help us as a country move forward towards meeting some of these goals? That's a very important point you bring up, Richard. Sustainability, reducing greenhouse gas emissions is a big thing. And I guess the first thing in that, or the first step is to quantify the greenhouse gas emissions. A couple of years ago, we have developed a LCA framework for airport payments. And currently, we are in the process of developing a web-based LCA tool. We'll make these tools available, this tool available to all the airports so they can use that in finalizing their payment thickness designs and different materials and quantify how their construction projects are affecting the environment. I think another question kind of in the realm of sustainability that I'd be interested kind of on your thoughts on as we go down this path, just the importance of maintaining performance. And you really talked on how tested airfield payments are with the loadings that are put or they're subjected to. So I'm just kind of curious, like your thoughts on the importance of having this facility and really being able to utilize it as we kind of explore some of these technologies, whether it's recycling or reducing temperatures or all those things. And you, you've already talked on touching on some of those topics, but as you kind of move down the path towards sustainability, maybe even innovative materials or different things that we can do to really drive down emissions um, for this infrastructure. I just kind of was curious if you had some thoughts on the role that the facility plays in helping us get there. We work in partnership with our sister organization, Federal Highway Administration, because generally you will hear that Federal Highway Administration is way ahead of FAA in terms of using new material technologies and construction techniques. Now, for airports, things are a little different because 
all these technologies and materials have to be tested under extreme conditions before they get placed on an airport. Because if something goes wrong, it affects the aircraft traffic throughout the world. And that's where our full-scale test facilities play a big role. So we select technologies that FHWA has been using and see which of those technologies can be really applied on airport pavements. And then we test those materials and design techniques in our full-scale test facility under extreme climatic and wheel load conditions. To give you an example, for our warm mix, we are testing at about 120 degree pavement temperature, two inches below the pavement surface. So you're looking at these rutting tests being performed at around 170 to 180 degree surface temperatures. And we are able to test these sections within two to three weeks time. And that gives us a fairly good idea of how these materials would perform right after construction at airports under those heavy aircraft wheel loads. If you look at the current commercial aircraft fleet, the maximum wheel loads are about 72,000 pounds at a tire pressure of around 250 PSI, which is way higher than any load magnitude you would see on typical highways. And that's one of the main reasons why everything has to be tested under extreme conditions before they make it to our advisory circulars. I'm relatively new to the world of airfield research. Like I said, when I was when I was at NCAT, I was very highway focused. But I think a study that y'all did that doesn't get enough press or doesn't get enough legs many times is the perpetual pavement type study that y'all did at the Hughes Center. Is there is there any way you can tell us just in a few minutes a little bit about that study and what you learned? As part of our construction cycle seven in National Airport Pavement Test Facility, we constructed some sections with thick asphalt surfaces. So we had asphalt thicknesses ranging from 5 inches to 15 inches. And we wanted to see how these pavement sections perform in terms of fatigue. And what we found was that the pavement test sections that had 15-inch and 12-inch thick asphalt sections did not show any signs of fatigue failure even after 40,000 repetitions at wheel loads of 65,000 pounds per wheel. And we were testing these sections with six wheel gear. What it tells us is that if we construct these asphalt pavements with sufficient thickness, we will avoid any failures in the lower layers of the pavement structure. And the way the new aircraft use radial tires that have very high shear stresses at tire edges that generally results in surface-initiated cracks. So when you have these surface-initiated cracks, what it does is it allows you to melt top two to three inches of the asphalt and put an asphalt overlay rather than going for reconstruction of the test sections. So this was a very important study for us. And this also allowed us to verify the new fatigue failure model that was incorporated into FAA's payment thickness design software for field. You've talked a little bit about some research with some more advanced sensors and things like that. And I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are on sensor technology and some of the things that are coming down the line that might help facilities or payment engineers really stay on top of the conditions of payments and really make the most efficient decisions to really help 
facilities be as sustainable as possible, keep our pavements in optimal condition, those types of things. And I know it's early in some of those research projects, and I just kind of was curious what your thoughts were as far as sensor technology and kind of the future there. In full-scale pavement testing, one of the important things is looking at how your pavement is behaving over its life. And to do that, we install different kinds of sensors in different layers. Generally, in subgrades, we would install pressure gauges. And same thing we do for unbound aggregate material. And then we have asphalt strain gauges. And we have tried out different asphalt strain gauge technologies over the years. And for our perpetual payment test sections, we use this technology called fiber optic strain plates, which are very useful in characterizing strain distribution within the asphalt layer. You're able to measure surface strains, vertical strains close to the surface, and the strains at the bottom of the asphalt layer. And very repeatable, very clean responses gave us a lot of information that has been published in different research papers. And just recently, we tried these self-powered wireless sensors that have been developed by Michigan State University. We are getting some excellent results out of those sensors also. And hopefully, some of those results will be published in the near future. We try to work with different industry partners and universities because they develop these new sensor technologies, but they're always looking for proving grounds where they can try out. And we have two full-scale test facilities that are ideal for testing out these new sensor technologies. Going along the lines of some of the sustainability efforts, we have a, a partnership with the FAA, which is the airport asphalt payment technology program, which some of our efforts are looking at things like increase the recycled content through cold central plant recycling, or we've got an RFP that, depending on when this drops, is either going to be out looking at the use of rapid P401 mixes, or it may be about to come out. What does this kind of a partnership mean to the FAA? And really, what are the opportunities it brings having industry and academia and agencies all at the table together looking at how we can do better? This is a great partnership that we have with Napa. And the big advantages is of having industry involved because this way the research results can be applied in the field at a rapid pace. And some of the important projects that we have currently going under this program are on balanced mix design, where the idea is to develop performance tests for asphalt mixes, which is currently lacking in our specifications. And a big question that comes up is, can the states use their state specification materials? So once we have these specifications with performance-related tests, any material that meets those performance criteria will be able to be applied on airport pavements. And again, the big advantage is we have academia, industry, and researchers involved. I just want to thank you for your time and being here on the podcast with us today. And we look forward to continuing our partnership and working with y'all and trying to help build more longer lasting, more sustainable asphalt airfields for you. Thank you. Thank you.
So I think my big takeaway from today's discussion really is the fact that you know Nabut really shared how airfield pavements are really subjected to some pretty extreme loading, and that's in comparison to highway pavements. Just the aircraft that are traveling on these pavements really can put some pretty extreme loads into the pavement, and so I think that really helps understand why it's so important that we have research facilities to help advance the technology in this area. So I mean, the pavements that are being tested to this level, we have a way to really look at new, innovative, different ways of doing things and advance that technology. And that's really the role that this facility helps play. One of the things that struck me is it it's kind, of, kind of came in tandem. You can tell that their, their research and one of the things that's core to them right now is really focusing on some of these sustainability efforts. So they're developing frameworks, they're figuring out, they're laying the groundwork to figure out how do we start tackling this as an agency. But they also talked about partnerships. And I think none of this moves forward without good, strong partnerships. So whether that's through our AAPTP program or through the American Society for Civil Engineers Airfields Committee, are bringing practitioners, the people that build them, the people that develop the specifications and research all together to try to make sure that we develop implementable solutions that are going to move everybody forward towards these goals. And I think as we look towards these, I applaud FAA's willingness to partner with with industry and researchers to look at these things together and not go down that road on their own without realizing it's going to impact others along the way. Thanks for listening to Pave It Black. Visit asphaltpavement.org slash podcast to find more episodes, suggest a topic or guest, become a sponsor, or learn more about NAPA. Pave It Black is produced and copyrighted by the National Asphalt Pavement Association. Music by Colleague. As always, thanks to the dedicated workforce connecting diverse communities all across America. Keep on paving it black.